Okay, so we have tonight a beautiful mimer from the Saba Mislabadka, Rav Nassim Svifinkel, Akadosh, who's one of the uh, great Talmidim of Yisrael Salanter, and I think the Saba Mikel. And um, he quotes the, the Midrash, Tehillim. And the Midrash from Tehillim starts off with a Pasik from Yeshaya Hanavi. In Kapitel Mem Aleph, in chapter Mem Aleph, what does the Pasik say? Ni ho'ir mimizrach, who awakened the world from the east. From the Mizrach, me ha'ir me ha'mizrach, sedek yekrehu reglaglo, and called out sedek righteousness, chesed ben adam lechaveroi, love. And this is what the pasuk tells us. So, what is the explanation of the pasuk? Says the midrash, yeshani yeshenim hayu umos ha'ilam. The nations of the world were sleeping. They were all sleeping. They didn't know what life. They didn't know what life is. They were completely out of it. Iran. Who woke them up? Who woke up the nations of the world? Says the Midrash. Abraham Avinu. Abraham Avinu woke up the nations of the world, not just the, the local inhabitants of his region of Eretz Israel, He woke up the, all the nations of the entire world. Righteousness itself was sleeping. Righteousness, chesed, love. It wasn't an active quality in the world. Maybe in the family they had some sense of it, but Basically, the world was a dog-eat-dog place. And there was no love. There was no tzedakah. There was no achnasas orchim. There was no care. There was no maizim taivim. Everybody for himself. A selfish world. And who woke up the tzedakah? Avram Avinu. We can say in a one sentence, the greatest innovation in the history of mankind was the innovation of Avramavinu. What was his innovation? Loving kindness. He spread loving kindness to the hearts of all mankind. And before that, we didn't know what it was. He was a example of the Tzalem Alukim. <clears throat> How did he do it? He didn't have internet. He didn't have access to satellites, high tech, not even books in his day. How did he do it? How did he influence and wake up all the nations of the world, globally. He had a global impact on the world. 
and he woke up tzedakah, chesed, loving kindness. How did he do there, it? There was, there was a, a small precedent was Noah in terms of his loving kindness to animals. What he did in the Teva was, was pure loving kindness, but it was to animals, not to humans. It's very good what you said. And Chazal tell us that Avram Avinu actually met one of Noah's sons, Shem. And he asked Shem, on what schus did you survive the Mabu, the flood? And Shem told him on the schus that we took care of the animals, exactly as you're saying in the table. Noah took care of the animals 24 7 for a whole year. And that's because he was survived. He was saved. Avram Avinu made the following deduction. If Noah and his sons were saved because they took care of the animals, they did chesed to the animals, Allah has kama v'kama. How much more so if we shower and wake up our hearts with loving kindness for a fellow man, for mankind. Avis Adam, to love every single human being. Shower upon him chesed. This was, you're right, maybe Avram got this idea from Noah, but he took it to another level. He applied it and made, had the realization that the, the focus of the chesed, the purpose of the chesed, the highest chesed is being Adam Lechaveru, and the world did not recognize that until Avram Avinu brought it to the world. How did he do it? How did he do it? Says the Midrash. He opened up a inn, or you could say his, his tent, his house. And he brought in orchim, travelers, into his house. And that's how he woke up the nations of the world, how he, that's how he impacted the world, and that's how he brought chesed and tzedakah to the world. Says the Heliga Saba Meslabat, who illuminates and elucidates this midrash, which is powerful in itself, but he opens up the text and he says, Whoever came. Whoever was welcomed into the folds, into the presence, into the brilliant illumination of Avram Avinu's tent, he saw at Salam Elokim, he saw the Gili Shekhinah, <clears throat> and Avram Avinu showered upon his guests, whoever was fortunate enough to come into his tent, the, the, the beauty of holiness, of loving kindness, of savor upon him, Yafis, welcoming, welcoming everybody, Besimcha, smiling at his guests, radiating love, radiating warmth, radiating chesed, welcomeness, sharing, caring. And he bestowed upon them the finest foods of, of royalty, of, of, of Tanug, of the, the greatest pleasure that could be, and honored them with the honor of kings, give them the royal treatment, the royal honor, put out the red carpet, 
and gave them the real, real honor, which every per person would love to have. And Imamish honored them. And it was an experience of a lifetime. They never saw, they never experienced what is a real human being? What is loving kindness? What is love? What is care? What, is, what does it mean to have a guest in your house and to entertain them and to be, be there for them, to shower all the, 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 the goodness, all the tasty, delicate uh, delicacies and to honor them with such honor. It was an experience that nobody ever had before. And once in a life, life-changing, incredible innovation, incredible experience. There was nothing like it that existed in any society, in any community, in any, any country amongst any people. This was it. This was the talk of the world. Whoever was fortunate enough, who was Zeicher, to experience this incredible loving kindness of Avram Avinu, when they went out of his tent, they talked and they sang his praises. What an incredible person he is. What radiance he has, what kindness, what love, what warmth, what sympathy he has. And the word spread, <clears throat> even those that, that were not fortunate enough to come. <clears throat> the light of Avram, the radiance spread all across the borders to all the countries of the world. Did you hear about this incredible person living in Eretz Israel named Abram Avinu and how he loves people and how he shares with people and welcomes guests into his house. Everybody talked about it and he lit the fire of love in the hearts of mankind because it was like a muscle that wasn't used. It's the essence of the person. Rahman Ali Baboy, Hashem wants the heart, he wants the love, but the love was not there. And Avram awakened the love by demonstrating the love, by showering the people with love, by showering them with chesed, with kindness, and giving them the incredible honor. This is how he woke up the world that was sleeping for 2,000 years. He woke up the world. He woke up chesed. He woke up righteousness. He woke up love, the entire world. And his light spread his love spread. It was Tehiyas Amesim across all the borders, across all the nations of the world were affected and impacted by the incredible one man from his tent who welcomed guests in. And the word went out and spread across the whole world. It's unbelievable, but this is the reality of what it was. But there was one place where the light of Abram Avinu did not penetrate. And that was called Sodom. Sodom was a place of great wealth and prosperity and all the natural resources. And they said, why should we share? Why should we let Orchim come in here? They're only coming to diminish our wealth. They're only coming to take advantage of us. And they're going to cause us a lack and diminish us. We don't want we don't want Orchim here. We don't want Aniyim coming around and pestering us. We're going to interfere with the quality of our life. And they instituted laws, laws that said whoever gives chesed or has a guest will be high of Misa. That was the law in Sodom. Whoever entertained a guest or gave tzedakah, it was high of Misa. Laws 
of, of, of Rishis, Mamish. This is what it was. <clears throat> and until we know the story, a young woman, she had Rachamim on a pony that was starving and she gave him something to eat. And they killed her, Misa Mishuna, in a terrible way, terrible Yasurim. And her cry went up to Shemayim. And Hashem said, Ad Khan, that's it. I'm going to wipe off Sidon from the face of the earth. He said, but how can I, how can I do this without telling Avram Avinu? Yes. I thought, isn't uh, this lady also one of the daughters of Lot? Yes. Besides the two other, right? Yes. yes. So he, he, he lost one daughter. He was about to give the other two, so to speak, right? He was about to what? I mean, it's a quite expensive um, experience to live in a wealthy place. If he lost one daughter, and then when they were, were attacking him, it was a, he proposed to give his other two daughters, right? Yes. Right. He was, it was a terrible Yesuan for Lot what he was going through at this time. Terrible. So Hashem comes to Avram and he says, Avram, I have to tell you that the place, Sidom, there was Shoyim over there. And of course, there was, there was two shittas in life, two opposing shittas in life. One camp, the camp of Avram Avinu, which was love and kindness and sharing and caring and, and having Achnas' Orchim. And the other camp, which was the Demet, the opposite, the Demet, opposite, the, the Roshoyim of Sodom, who were against Chesed, and they hated Chesed, and they hated love, and they hated Aniyim, and they hated Orchim, going head to head against Avram Avinu's <coughs> movement and innovation of loving kindness. Hashem tells Avram, I'm going to wipe off Sodom. Going to wipe them out. Because they were Shoyim, the dinners come before me. We would think that Avram Avinu would be happy. These are my opposition. There is a, these are Shoyim, evil people. They hate Chesed, they hate love, they hate Aniyim, they hate Orchim. They're Rishoyim. What can we do? We have to wipe them out. I'm with the din over here. We have, we have a Pasuk that says the destruction of the Rishoyim is, is happy, good for the world, good for people. But Rabbi Isai, Avinu, had a different way to look at it. And instead of accepting the punishment and the, the annihilation of Sodom, he fought for their existence and he prayed to Hashem and put his life in danger to save the people of Sodom. Maybe there's 50 Tzadikim, 45, 10, whatever it is, praying with all of his heart and putting his life in the line in danger to save the Rishoyim of Sodom. Sodom. Why would he do that? Because we see that Noah, who lived in the time of the Mabul, and for 120 years, he warned the people, the flood is coming, you better do tshuva. Nobody listened, they laughed at him and mocked him. 
But for 120 years, he gave off that message. But he didn't pray for the people. That's what the Chazal tell us. He did not pray for the people. And because he didn't pray for the people of his generation, it's called May, it's called May Noah. The flood is called the waters of Noah. It has the, the connotation as if he somehow was responsible, even though with all the chesed that he did and the righteousness that he, righteousness that he had, because he did not pray for the people, he didn't have to join them, but he should pray for them. It's a, it's a pegam on the righteousness of Noah. And if Abram Avinu would not have prayed to the people of Sodom, if Hashem would have come to him and said, Abram, I'm wiping off these Rishoyim, they don't deserve to live. Let's just go with chesed and love. And if Abram says, right on Hashem, zap them. That would have been a pagam, a blemish in the chesed of Avram Avinu. Why? The answer is because the emulation, as we learned so many times in the Torah Devorah, the emulation of man to Hashem is to go in the way of Rachami. Mahu Rachum, Rachum. Just as Hashem is merciful and kind, <clears throat> we should also be merciful and kind. And even though Hashem is the Shofet, it's not our, it's not our task to emulate Hashem in the attribute of the Mishpat of the Gevura. In, in, in that sense, the Iker emulation has to be in Rachamim, in Chesed, and just as Hashem, as we learned in the Talmud of Ur, Mikhail Kamaycha, even when, when people sin and rebel against Hashem, Hashem does not kill them. He doesn't take away the life that He's giving to them every second. He allows them to live because He has Rachamim upon them and He's hoping they're going to do tshuva. And this was the media that Avram showed. Don't destroy them, Hashem. Maybe there's some tzaddikim there. Maybe they'll do tshuva. And he prayed for them and fought, putting his life on the line in order to try to plead the case for the Rishoyim of, of Sodom, who were opposite and anti all of Abraham's values and ideals. And that was the perfection of his chesed, of his love. There was no hefsik, there was no interruption of his love. When it came to Sodom, he didn't say, Zappa Mashem, Adarabba. The other way around, he said, we have to help these people, Hashem. Maybe you'll, you'll find some siddikim there, have rachamim on them. And that was the perfection, that was the shlemus, that was the true perf perfection of the emulation of Hashem, which Abu had and brought to the world. And it showed the, the diamond of chesed, the diamond of rachamim, the diamond of love that Abu was, like a sun, like a luminary, which he illuminated into the world. And this is the idea with the Sabbath Mishlapat tells you it's a holy, holy words. We can hear them. We have to internalize them. We have to practice them and think about them very deeply. It's not, it's not enough just to hear it one time. We have to think about it and integrate it into our hearts, into our minds and practice it. I'm coming now. There is. I'm coming in five minutes. At the end of the parsh, we have the Akedas Yitzchak. Occurred to me today, Hashem sent me an idea that maybe we could we could apply the same idea to the Kedus Yitzchak. What was the sign of the Kedus Yitzchak? Hashem told Avram, you have to bring your son Yitzchak, who you love, to bring him to Har Moriah, and you have to 
You have to offer him up as an as an oiler, korban oiler. The whole time of this Messiah, Hashem was checking Avraham's heart. Is there any change in the love that he had for, for Yitzchak? Like he had, like he loved him before, as he said, the son that you love. But now there's a Gezerah. There's a Gezerah that Yitzchak should become a carbon and Maria. And, and Avram has to bring the carbon. Is there any change, any deviation, any lessening of the love that he had for his son? Because now there is there is an act that, I, that he has to do. He has to he has to shecht him. He has to bring him up as a sacrifice. There is there are there are elements there of of emotions of feelings which which could be on the side of din. Uh, just as we know, the when, when he shecht an animal, there's a, there's a trans, transference of the, uh, of the sin to the animal. And when they shecht an animal, how, how are they doing it? You know, what, what mean is that? This is what Hashem was checking in Avram Abinu's heart. Is there any, I'm not going to say, uh, Din, but was any lessening of the love that he had. This is what Hashem was checking. Just as he, just as he checked Avram when he spoke to him about what was happening, the din on Sodom. And then he took it to a higher level of perfection. What about in this case where it's not really a din on Yitzchak, so, so to speak, but he has to be offered up as a sacrifice. Are you going to change the love that you have for him when you bring him up? When you walk together with him, the son that you love, are you going to still love him as you're shechting him? And Avram passed the test beautifully. That's the schus of Avram Avinu. That's why the Akeda is such a powerful schus for us. Because even though, according to human nature, there, would, there should be a certain lessening of the love in such an act. But Avram Avinu was consistent in his love. He loved him maybe even more when he brought him as a carbon than before. And this is what Hashem was testing. This is my school. I don't know if I'm right, but I think the, the idea uh, can be heard and works very nicely. I want to say over one thing, which I heard today, I, spoke, I, spoke, I told Reuben about it, that I, I didn't hear about it, but somebody told me that Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson put out a shear this week, and he was talking about uh, in Storm how if they had a, guests, and so if they didn't fit in the bed, if they stretched him, if it was too big, they cut off his head or whatever, his feet. And he, he said, this is the educational system today. If a child doesn't fit in, he's got to fit in. So they pull him his way, they pull him that way. And it was, it was a very sharp critique of the educational system. And, you know, he, he said, we say the child's off the derrick. We have to say the parents are off the derrick. It, it, because you can't force, you can't force a child into a system that doesn't work for him. Anyway, this is the, the word that he said, Nimrus. I think it's Mama Shemis. Anyway, this is what I want to share with everybody today. If anybody's any comments, questions, shares, stories, whatever you like to say, the opportunity is yours now. So I turn it over for your comments.
Is there any comparison between him, Avram, uh, uh, arguing and fighting for the welfare of Saddam and with his own son? He apparently didn't say anything. He just went ahead and followed instructions. That's a brilliant question, Ruve. I didn't really think about myself, but the simple answer is, I want to think about more. The simple answer is that if Hashem was Goizer, Hashem decreed that Yitzhak should be a carbon. So Avram had to accept it. That was the Gezerah. Now you're saying, aye, but when it came to the Gezerah against Saddam, he prayed for them. So why didn't he why didn't he plead with Hashem? It must be that the it's slightly different because the carbon, even though some people say there was a din on Yitzchak, but basically, you know, you can have like a carbon oil, it is a, uh, a sacrifice to Hashem, an offering to Hashem that it just ha has that purpose, that uh, just uh, giving to Hashem something good. So may maybe that was the, how, how Avram took it, that uh, <coughs> Hashem is, is asking me to shech my son as, as, a, as, a, as a good offering. And I can't, I can't fight the Gezerah. But that's a very good question. I got to think about some more. Okay, thank you. I heard um, he, he didn't actually ask to check them. He just says, bring him up. Right. But, you know, maybe Avram knew on some level that it wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. But, you know, everything happens. Uh, there's many levels of... Uh, of life and yeah. reality. So then someone asked, well, then why do you bring the knife? And the answer was that we all have to be prepared to do the utmost as a Jew in service of Hashem. That's Just cool. in case. Right? Yeah. Rav Miller. And where did Daniel? We, we mentioned Sedom. was an unfortunately sad example just last week of Sedom in our times. What happened is uh, you surely know about this lit little baby, Alta Fixler. The, no, the baby that it. was, there was this, what I understand is basically this baby was kind of brain damaged, was kept alive by machines. Okay. In and Israel? the parents were, sorry? In Israel? In England. In but England. the parents are Israeli and Americans or something like this. It's a very weird thing. But they, uh, and they have, were wealthy. They were willing to keep the baby on the on the machine, and the British didn't want. It went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, you know, when you know what I'm talking about, right? The Supreme I, Court, yes. no. the Supreme Court said uh, no. We uh, for the for the sake of the baby, so to speak. It was amazingly the verbiage that the, this evil judge had. Kind of, he was doing an act of mercy to disconnect the machine. Wow. They tried to bring the baby to Israel. I don't know exactly why it didn't work out. The British apparently stopped it and they disconnected the machine and killed the baby. Wow. That was just last week. Wow. Then maybe you know more details. No, that that to them that to them is mercy. Yes, that was the mercy. That's all I mentioned to Rav Ganesh, he said that's Sedom. Yeah, that's Sedom. A friend of Bonus. mine. I haven't seen in like 40 years. Uh, he came to Eretz Israel three, three years ago. I asked him, he was living in San Francisco. I asked him, why did you come? 
He said, if you know what's happening in San Francisco today, it's lawless. They don't prosecute anybody. People are living in the, in the parks. There's defecation all over the place. He said, it's Mamish, Mamish. He didn't say the word wow. Sodom, but it's Mamish Sodom happening today. San Francisco is known for having the, the worst type of perversions there, yeah. kind of uh, part of the game, right? Yeah. Very interesting uh, enough. I said, uh, someone uh, told me today, one of my children said, you know, the, the symbol of the, 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 the LBGTQ, whatever it is, it's basically a rainbow. And it's, it's very funny because the rainbow is a sign that Hashem is upset, right? right? So for doing, and he was upset and he destroyed the world because of the perversions that were going on on earth. So, yeah. so they, and it's and that's the symbol that Dafka they take. I don't know exactly if they did the Mezid or the Shogeg or something, but it's. <laughs> yeah. Rabbi, yes. uh, can I pop in here? Please do. I, I read a Devar Torah today that was very intriguing. Um, it says that Avram had recognized Hashem, right? But where did he learn Keset from? It says, when he looked at the creation that Hashem had made, he saw it was Keset, that this whole world was made for man's benefit, and that this God was a loving, kind God. That was one point. And then it went on to say, how did he, how did he propagate this? Obviously, through his example, but they, they bring a very specific point in the drasha. Avram had the perfect power of speech, I'm reading. There are references to a second bris that was forged between Hashem and Avram, but it is not brought in Chumash. It is referred to in Mishnah 6-7 and other writings. It's called the bris of tongues or speech. Speech is the power of life. Sorry? It is called Debo, which implies connection between people. The power of speech that Avram possessed was so strong that he caused all who heard him to perceive the world differently, to see it as he spoke it. Through Avram, the world revealed itself in a new form, in perfect clarity. So he was given the bris of speech, Rabbi, as right. an addendum of it. Okay, very good. Thank you for sharing that. That fits together very nicely with what we said. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, okay, any other comments? Okay. So, um, you actually mentioned that Power, his power of speech, I think last week that he had the, the uh, special uh, gem that he wore around his neck and the Rashi explains with the power of speech that he was gifted by Hashem with his tremendous wisdom which he expressed through his speech. And um, that was how he uh, influenced people. So that was a, a big part of his uh, is is Dibor, the speech. 
it's interesting because Moshe Rabbeinu, we say that he was, so to speak, pitching paired, so to show that to be a great leader, you don't need to be a great talker, a great speaker. Uh -huh. Right. No? Yes, it's something like interesting. that. Interesting. But it's, it's also Abraham interesting. Is the, the, where do we get the Torah? In the Midbar. Mm -hmm. The Midbar is the Lashon of Medaber, speak. Because uh -huh. that's where Hashem spoke. The only place where the whole nation heard Hashem speak is in the Midbar, Medaber. So the, wor the word of Hashem was the greatest uh, communication, the greatest teaching, the greatest Dibor that in the history of mankind. That's Hashem will be zoka for that. Okay. Um, let's sing the Kelmistat there, complete the session. I wish everybody a wonderful week. Full of Simcha, full of Torah, full of mitzvahs, full of Chesed and love. And Benam Lachavero, Benam Lamokoim. And we should be Zeichet to see the Gula Shlema. Amen. El Mistater Beshap Yechab Yon Esechel and Elam. Mikorayon Ilis Hailois. Muktar Bekesserel Yon Keser Yid No Leho Adonoi. Reishi Toyrescho, Hagidum, Arishuma, Achmescho, Hasdum, or Maya Intimotse, Vehine Lova, Reishi Sa, Magiris Adonoi, Hoi Voisonor, Nahalayamuna, Mayim Mamukim, Hidelay Mishtabuna. Totsi Yosecha, Amishim Sharebina, Emu, Nim Dotzer Adonoi, Oel Agedo, Enecho Negdecho, Rev Chesen Gedol, Alishamayim Azdecho, Lehi Abraham, Zacholi Abdecho, Azdei Adonoi Azkir, Tehilo Zadonoi, Moroim de dar bakaya guhura motzi ora mayen temura pachad yitzhak mishpotenu aira atagi boli olamadenoi el kamoiko oisei gedoi long zavir no Rosahilo Tiferet Yisrael, Shomeya Tefiloiski, Shomeya Lebioni Madonoi, Yotokusa voice, Yogain Oleinu, Netzad Yisrael, Mitsora Seine Goyaleinu, Umi born the loose, the Lenu Vese Aleinu, Le. Not say Yahamalekes base Adonoi, Yomin Umi small Yenika Sanvin, Netzag Bohoid, Mayem Nimsohim, Yachin Uvoyaz, Vesheim Nikroim Bekol, Bona Yeklimude Adonoi, Soin Sadi, 
everybody. Thanks for joining. Have a great Shukua week. And Bezat Hashem, we'll see you soon. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.